Hello, homies. I hope you're all well. We are continuing Silverstein Week today on Stories with my man, Josh Bradford. And let me tell you, we have so many stories together that are hilarious and just ridiculous. We only got to a few here, but he's going to be a recurring guest, I think, because this conversation is so much fun and it's just it's great. And it brought back a lot of good memories, a lot of really crazy memories of stuff that I could never see myself doing now. But uh, anyway, yeah, enjoy. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's up, my man? Kenny, pop in. Say hi. Come on. Oh, I got to see the dude. Hey, how are you, Kenny? Nice to see you. Dude. Oh, so good to see you, man. This is great. Yeah, so nice to see you. So happy to be doing this. Do I sound all right? Yeah, you sound great, right? Kenny's got. Kenny's giving me the thumbs up. We're good. Cool. Got some, some new gear here. and I Dude, it looks nice. Sure I, like your, I like your mic setup. That's cool. Oh yeah, it's all right. It's great, buddy. We yeah, so... they uh, they hooked us up with this stuff. Whoa, really? Got the got the rig. Oh man, that's so cool. Who hooked you up? Drop, give them, give them some love. Oh, blue, blue, absolutely, give them some love. All right, they hooked us right up. They make some killer stuff. They got us the mic, the boom arm. Oh man, that's that... well, dude. You guys are doing some. Cr- well, wait, hold on. You're a, you're. Did you get unabducted by aliens yet, or what? Or we don't know. We are still. Uh, we 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 have completed the show that they asked us to perform. Uh, so I think we're on our way back to Earth. Um, okay. This will air after we're after we're home. Yeah. Anyway, I think right. Yeah, for sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, we're back on Earth now. It's great. <laughs> okay, good. I was worried the other day because I was like, Ooh. "Yo, let's hang out," and you're like, "I can't. I I can't." You can't be on the Twitch stream this week because we actually got abducted by aliens. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, do you need help? Yeah. And you, you guys had figured it out, you know. We were, we were stuck up on that ship for a bit. They asked us to perform uh, Discovering the Waterfront, front to back. Mm-hmm. We did it. They were like, all right, that's cool. We'll take you home. Dude, that's great, man. I love it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you made it. Um, dude, well, actually, this is funny. I wasn't going to talk about this because I didn't text you about this before, but I just want to bring this up in a little side piece because I thought about this today. There's supposed to be a snowstorm here tomorrow. This will probably come mm-hmm. out in like April, I would say. So hopefully there's not snowing in April. But um, what's it called? I remember I... Actually, it's supposed to storm real bad here, so I think things are going to be closed down. But I remember once, in a storm like that, I came to Webster Hall to see you guys. I took the subway, and it was the best decision I made. It was a, it was like a last-minute thing. It was like I got there like right before you guys were playing. Like I got there during the band, whoever was playing before. I forgot who you were on tour with. I think it was, I think it was a Discovering the Waterfront 10-year show. Might have been that. Yeah, yeah, dude. It had been a little while since we had seen each other at that point. It was a really nice uh, surprise to see you then. Yeah. And that, that was crazy because um, we got to oversell the venue. Oh, what? Because so many, people, so many people couldn't show up, right? Because of the crazy storm. So like, it was already a sold-out show, and they let us sell more because the venue wasn't full. Oh, dude. So we sold like over the capacity. That had to be when like my people at Webster started being there because they it Might was yeah because it was all like the 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 boys like were were working like i think like builder was on that show like a bunch of the guys were were working there at that time but i didn't hop on until later that year but yeah that tour was that was amazing man i that was that that was the 10 year tour i had to be there i could it, not it, be there <laughs> it very well could have been like it is kind of all blurring together a little bit mm-hmm. that sounds right though yeah, I'd say I'd say that was uh that was definitely that. But like, oh man, that was such a good show and that tour was like must have been amazing for you guys. Oh, it was killer. It was like one of the first real big anniversary tours we got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and and those pop off. People come out of the woodwork for those, you know. I think especially we've been a band long enough now that uh some of our fans have kind of grown up and and grown out of going to shows and being part of the mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. Uh, and you, you do an anniversary tour like that and 
people find the excuse to uh, to come back out. They're like, all right, we're getting a babysitter. Mom and dad are going crazy tonight. Like, yeah, dude, it's always a really really cool event. So we celebrated many anniversaries since then, and that's been awesome. But awesome. that was one of the first real big crazy ones. That was so much fun. That show was just like I remember watching from the balcony, and I was like, man. I'm not going to cry right now, but like I could if I wasn't in public. <laughs> there was a lot of history there. That That's like, that's pretty much the record that uh, you started working with us on, right? Dude, that was it. That was the one, man. I had, I had gone from Hawthorne Heights to you guys and you guys were just starting the cycle. Like, yeah, I did some of the first shows, I think. Well, no, you did. You did Warp Tour that summer. Was it out then? I, I I know, yeah. T two two stoners figuring <laughs> we out. We could look it up, but uh, yeah, I forget what month it actually came out. Um, I, I think that uh, big Hawthorne headline tour was like one of the big things that we did to promote it, though. August sixteenth, two thousand five, it came out. So it would have been on or almost at the end of yeah, or maybe just after. It was Warped the end. Tour? It was the end of Warp Tour because I remember Warped, like it was a big end, deal. Yeah. I remember it was a big deal. Actually, I don't know. Actually, I'm, I could be bullshitting. I don't know if it ended. But anyway, that tour, we hopped right on that. And we didn't stop touring, bro, until uh, I don't remember. I think we did a whole year of madness. Yeah, we were going real hard back then. Mm -hmm. I think we are at least 250 days, maybe more, on the road per year back then. Yeah, Bill had, a, num Bill had a number of uh -huh. like... I think it was like 167. I'm probably wrong, but listen to that episode too, damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill's the archivist when it comes Bill, to the, dude, the tour Bill's, I listen. I finished that episode today. Sorry, true story, fourth wall breakdowns. I don't listen to the full episodes usually until like a week after they're out. I don't know why. It's just my thing. I like, I like to listen to it in the car when I'm driving. I'm like, all right, cool. I can just listen to my stupid self and hopefully not talk too much. <laughs> 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 but yeah it's cool i um it was it was a good one with bill he just he had so many good stories with how like your year started in 2020 that was one of them man oh my god dude th like just premonitions of things to come yeah man holy you know? i'm glad you guys got out safe though we talked about that in the bill episode but <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it's nuts man like as if 2020 wasn't crazy enough the way you started it like yeah that's a nutty thing man yeah we should have known that Bad things were coming. Yeah, man. But you know what? It kind of, I think you started the year a little grateful because of that, because of what you went mm -hmm. through, you know? And like, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you guys had each other. And that's the cool thing about touring. Yeah. You know? And I mean, those those shows, like, while it was a crazy way to start off the year, it was killer, killer shows. Like, we yeah. had a great time doing it. Yeah. Dude, that's so much We've fun. always struggled through, you know? there's There's been you know, getting pulled over at the side of the road and having them take the trailer and take and, me and then send me off with a, a lovely woman who didn't kill me. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's always problems that we have to overcome. Yep. Breakdowns. And that's the Silverstein know, we, way though, man. We, we, we talked figure about it that. Away. We don't miss the shows, dude. I don't know if you've, well, we missed the Winnipeg. We can talk about that first. If you we, want, we did miss the, Winnipeg. well, no, we got to talk about 2005 <laughs> first, but yeah, man, it's like one of those things to where like rarely did we miss shows. And I feel like that has kind of been the theme with you know, the big, I, I got to call it the big four. It can't be the big three anymore. I've been saying the big three, but I got to throw you guys in there. Even cause I've worked for you guys in the last 10 years that that counts. Damn it. Right? It was 2013. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe. We're getting off. We're getting off the. We're getting out of the core. It's, it's probably within a decade, though. Yeah, exactly. But so yeah, the big four, the 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 core four. There we go. That's the that's the name. Um, but yeah, man, we yeah, but we met in 2005, at, or yeah, no, well, actually, we met in 2004 at Empress Ballroom when you were on the tour where you were headlining, and it was. Silverstein, Hall, who was second? Emery, Emery right? <laughs> yes. And then, uh, so was that the one with Hawthorne opening? Hawthorne opened, yes, and they shot up on Hawthorne that tour. opened. Yep. Emery, uh, for a bit, we had Alexis on fire. Mm hmm. But they uh, they went home like they they, they were only doing half the tour. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to do the whole thing, but did not. Um, 
And I forget who wasn't it like the higher, the higher, the The higher, the higher. Could that sounds quite possible? I think the higher and Alexis split the tour. I don't know, or the high. I I don't know, but anyway, but that was like your first like gnarly tour where you guys were like bringing in a lot of people. But yeah, that day at Empress, I remember that show. I was like, oh my god! I was like, there's so many people here. Like Silverstein. All right, I'm paying attention to you now. And then obviously a year later, we're we're hanging out on Warp Tour, sitting next to each other in the tents. That was fun, man. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was a nice time. Yeah. To know each other under the hot, hot sun. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then, dude, I totally forgot. I know we're jumping around here, but I totally forgot after that you were my assistant. My assistant. You were like, yeah, like you just kind of like. Sold merch with me on Warp Tour in 2009, and that was so much fun, dude. We had so much fun. That was amazing. Warp Tour is one of those things where the days are long, mm-hmm. and uh, if you don't find something to occupy your time, you're going to get into trouble. All right, so let's go back to that tour in 2005. Do you have the photo that I'm thinking of from that tour that pretty much defines? <laughs> that pretty much defines our friendship. Yeah, I do. Let me see if I can do this without uh, making my screen go blank here. Oh my god, there it is. That's I'll it. I'll make myself smaller. Yeah. Woo! Oh no, Josh. That is us. I'm little. We're wearing... Yeah. Okay, so let's unpack this photo right here. This was so one of the nights... unpack here. A lot of things A lot on. of things unpacked. So again, so those of you not watching, it's a photo of me and Josh passed out in the front lounge with both of our legs are crossed, I believe. Josh is leading one way. He has his arm around me. <laughs> As we did. I like I think this was actually a fairly regular occurrence. Yeah, we, we the front lounge, yeah. like just arm in arm. There's dudes like you and Perkins up just like, oh yeah, let's just let's cuddle. Let's get in here. Not like in in the bunks, but like, all right, let's cuddle in public. <laughs> but um yeah, so your arms around me. I'm passed out in your armpit. Uh, I have a giant bow on my head. For some reason, I think it's reason. a sequined bow. Those, those little dots, I believe, are sequins. You're correct. Those are def- I'm wearing a sequined bow. You can't see my face, but you can see me asleep. I have a soul patch too. Somehow, yeah. I have plugs in my ears. I'm holding a rose, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much the picture. In the same hand, you're holding the rose. You also, I can see your sidekick sticking out. Remember your T-Mobile sidekick. <laughs> and i didn't i didn't notice this until earlier when i was pulling the photo up but i believe there's a sidekick in my hand as well or at least like between yes, my the forearm and my yes <laughs> yep uh, because in my hand i'm holding what looks like maybe a beer can mm-hmm. you can see it just sticking out above my pants mm-hmm. um we are both wearing hawthorne heights hoodies yeah oh man we didn't say that yeah we're wearing matching hawthorne heights <laughs> hoodies that was yeah that's a great photo i love that photo so much like that photo that will a, live on in infamy it's a good one. <laughs> it is because like i don't remember what night that was that was i think the beginning of the tour that was probably like what are what are two days in <laughs> <laughs> Still finding our footing. Yeah, but also the tour we did before in uh, Canada. Whose house did we stay at? Me, you, and Neil stayed at your friend's house. Uh, we stayed at my friend's house. I forgot his name. What city? It was in Guelph. No, I don't know why my voice just went up like St. Catharines. Did we stay at Mark's house? That's it. We stayed at Mark's house. Mark. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. they were uh, they were going to school down there. Hmm. Yes, and we were young men at that point. Like we were like what? I was t- just turned twenty. Th- wait, oh five. I would have been twenty three. God, and like you know, I hadn't really had a lot of experience with like drinking or like. I mean, I smoke pot, but like I didn't smoke as much as I started smoking. Like you know, to where I was like, oh, I like this. This is. I don't want to try any other drug. No, I'm good. I just want to smoke pot and feel like this and just chill. But. Yeah, so we were still getting our footing, I think. And that tour, man, <laughs> we could just hop right into this story because this one is a doozy. <laughs> so I will tell from my, I will let you kind of just pop in here and there. So the night we're in, we're in Dallas, and this is on the Hawthorne Heights, uh, Bayside, and Aiden tour, the Never Sleep Again tour. 
Yeah, we're and in deep Elm. We're in deep Elm. Area of yeah, Dallas. we're we're in we're in Oliver in Peck's the, the gypsy ballroom or whatever. Yep, we're in Oliver Peck's uh, Oliver Peck's territory, which is yeah. great. And anyway, so we're there, <laughs> and oh boy, I meet a young lady at merch, and she's very very in my mind very attractive and she's very like sweet and she's like let's hang out after the show and i'm like oh yes let's sure let's hang out after the show that's great we had a late bus call because that drive from dallas to shit where the fuck were, i don't know we we're going like houston or somewhere else in texas yeah houston it wasn't far it was maybe Antonio. a couple of hours so, yeah it was pretty I think close the bus call wasn't till 6 a.m or something like that i think it was like 7 a.m because we had danny at that point the driver after yeah. that, little <laughs> lunatic, that little lunatic so i you know again i was t- 23 awkward look awkward 23 year old dude like in my mind like you know whatever like i, I there was no sort of like it was just like, I was like, what? Like, you want to hang out? Oh, shit. That's crazy. <laughs> so, and she had a friend with her. So, you accompany me because I think you were one of the only single ones at the time. Or, I don't know. You were... I, I wasn't. I you wasn't single. You weren't single. No. Oh. I think, but nobody else would go with you. Yes. I... Uh, <laughs> I so after it, always a hot and sweaty show there at the at the gypsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I get out of the shower after the show mm-hmm. uh, to a bunch of missed calls from you, and you're already down the street. I think at this point, mm-hmm. um, at another bar. Yes, and you're like, dude, I need somebody to come hang. I really like this girl. She's got like a friend. Uh, and right. I was like, well, yeah, I have a girlfriend. I can't really do much for you you're like you just need to come hang out and occupy her no like, okay, i yeah i definitely said it like bye. that i definitely said it like that my bad regrets regrets <laughs> regrets regrets for speaking like that <laughs> but i'm a friendly guy I like meeting yeah. people and hanging out and having a couple <laughs> beers for sure so i think all we're doing is like meeting at this bar for some beers yes that's what that we- was kind of that's, that's what you told me. That's what I thought was happening, because in no clue, in no world, did I imagine what was going to happen next. <laughs> Hard to imagine. So Hard to imagine. It, I would not have imagined it, and I, I think nobody would believe me. I think the people I've told this story to, if you're listening, and you didn't believe me, because I had a feeling a lot of you didn't believe me about the story, this, it, this happened. <laughs> so we go to the bar. It's fun. They're, they're super nice. They're just very nice people. Like these, these two, I won't say their names, but one of them is a month. That's, that's her name. Her name is a month <laughs> and it's a cool month. It's a cool name for a month. Yeah. Anyway. So we're having a good time, you know, me and her start flirting a little bit more and she's like, Hey, we should all go back to my place. All four of us. And we should go back and, and like, just hang out there. Cause we have beers there. And, me and you i looked at you and i was like please say yes please say yes please say yes and you were like of course oh there's beers and a dog there i'm there <laughs> oh they had a dog too no problem they had the dog they did have a dog the dog i forgot yeah. the dog's name but oh my god it's it was so cute yeah good good looking little dog okay bunch of bunch of beers i'm always bunch down of to beers. Hang. yeah hang. And, and 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 oh my god and i think that woman actually had a boyfriend too that you were hanging out with so you guys were good you guys were talking about i remember that you guys were talking about your significant other ah yes made it all the, all the much easier yes uh so i think we were just gonna go watch a movie yes you guys were gonna watch a movie and yes yeah drink and a bunch of beers drink a bunch play of with beer. the dog yep Love exactly it. So, we're in a cab because, uh, I don't know if you know, but there was no Ubers back then. Uh, Uber wasn't a thing. There's an extra piece to this. Oh, please, please. The reason we had to get the cab was we got to their car, and she's like, oh, shit, where are my keys? Can't find her keys. She's lost her keys. We look everywhere. I think we even walked from the car back to the bar to like search the bar. Mm-hmm. At this point, the, all the bars in Deep Ellum are letting out. It's getting like a little hectic. The streets are crowded with people. It's like it's like a it's like a Saturday or a Friday. I think it's definitely a yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's hectic. It's uh it's a little wild. Uh, can't find the keys. 
So we end up calling a cab. Mm-hmm. I believe you, my good man, offered to pay for the cab. Yes, I did. Yes. I don't know if anyone, well, they must have known, but neither of us knew. It was not that close. No, it was like, the cab was like fucking like 30 something bucks. It was crazy. I think it was more like 60. (laughs) Maybe it was 60. It probably was. It's like, yeah, but it was one of those things to where like, it was like, it was like we had to go. We 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 had to follow that. We had to see that night through, I think. That was my mentality. I was like, this is going to be this is going to be something I'm going to remember forever. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to make it happen. So anyway, when did we realize when they lost their house keys too? I don't know how it wasn't obvious cuz like, oh no, I can't find my car keys. What's attached to your car keys? Your house keys. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, for some reason, it wasn't obvious to any of us. Probably because of the drinks. I'd it was just like one, one step at a time. Like, let's handle this first problem here. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Because they were like, let's, we still want to hang. Like, let's go. And we're like, all right, cool. We don't have like, we have like a 7 a.m. bus call, whatever. So, so we get to the apartment and... You tell me what you remember from this, because I I remember, I want to make sure my memory is correct, but I want you to say it first, because I trust your memory on this. <laughs> so, what I remember is we get there, and very quickly discover, oh yeah, no house keys either, duh. And so we're like, okay, I don't know, is there like a window open or something that like you can crawl through and unlock the door? And they were like... Yeah, actually, we, I think we left our like balcony door open. We're like balcony. Uh oh, <laughs> it's like second floor. Thankfully, it was only the second floor. But it was like, I mean, it was I, it was high. I so, could reach the top of it with my arm, kind of, but barely. Like, I w- and I was not in shape then, so it would not have been a yeah. good thing. Now I could have climbed it, but not then. Like you could reach, you could reach the floor, but then there was a railing and stuff too. Yeah, exactly. So I think somehow, in our state of inebriation, <laughs> we got you standing on my shoulders. You, I was on your shoulders. I was I'm the one that broke sure. in. Oh my god! Because you're the one that busted in. I thought it was one of the women that did it, but I oh, thought it was I, well, it was the one that the the woman that you were hanging out with. I thought she, I thought I boosted her been. up. That's what I that was my memory. But I remember somebody being on my, my shoulders. Maybe we tried it a bunch of different ways to see who could. It was a. <laughs> uh, it was. There, we had to try it a lot of times. That was not good. Like we, no, I think one of us we got stumbling hurt. drunk anyway. Yeah, we were stumbling, but. Spoiler alert, we broke in and we made it work and it happened. We got in and we like, like somehow like, yeah, it worked. And then we just ended up like hanging out and it was fun. And then Josh's night ended with, you ended up with the, you and the dog asleep on the couch. (laughs) So yeah, we were, we decided to put a movie on because we were just chatting, hanging out. Yes. Very, very, very PG, maybe even G. I think that was G. G. That's a Disney movie. The only thing that the only thing that wasn't G is the movie we put on. We we watched Euro Trip, which I had not seen before. And beers. So, That's not G. Okay, so there. Drank you. drank <laughs> yes. a lot of Bud Lights. <laughs> yep. uh, she almost immediately when the movie started passed out, <laughs> and I was like, "No problem. I'm just gonna drink every beer in the fridge. Watch this movie." play with the dog (laughs) and that dog was so cute too it it was amazing it's a nice nice little pupper yes and then we woke up the next morning very late for bus well no we weren't late yet but we were like we had dude i don't know how we got there in time i think we just left at the perfect time and there was no traffic but it must have just worked i don't know if i fell asleep or not but you fell asleep. You had to because we were there. I mean, we were there for. We got there probably like one a. Well, maybe not one a. Maybe like two a. I don't know what time last call is. So we could we could two a.m. I think. Th- I think it's two a.m. In, yeah. in Dallas. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's two a.m. in Dallas. But I we definitely didn't I don't know. stay. We we stayed till last call. But then yeah, we we woke up at like 
I think like six thirty something, and like something like, like that. You're like, we need a cab right now. Let's go. Uh, yeah. The thing is, though, we didn't get a cab. We didn't. The other gal drove us back because her keys were at the house. <gasps> oh wait, the one that passed out. Yeah. Yeah. Like a. She had like a Camaro or something. Right. <laughs> oh my god. I woke her up. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> you got your keys? You got a car?" We need to get back, like, right now. I, like, was knocking on the door. We were like, Danny. Yeah, you had to knock. You had to wake me up because I was We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. Bus call. Dude, I woke, miss up, bus call. I woke up in such a, like, oh. And, like, it's not, like, how it is now with touring, like, where it's, like, a little easier to be, like, okay, communicating. But, like, it's hard. It was, we were like, oh, no, Paul's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> dude that uh, was so much fun so yeah she she found her keys yes and drove us back in the camaro and my favorite thing from the whole story the whole story is great but i believe on the ride back very like we got in the car and she she like looked over and had one of her eyes like pretty much closed real squinty <laughs> and she was like, like you have to excuse me my right eye don't work so good in the morning. <laughs> hey guys, here at Stories, we support family-owned small businesses. With that said, we want to promote our friends over at Purgatory Roasters in Middletown, Connecticut, and they want to give you a discount on their amazing coffee. Use the code STORIES for 15% off your purchase at purgatoryroasters.com. They are open for in-person service as well at their facility in Middletown, Connecticut. It's in the Factory Square building. So if you're on the East Coast, check that out. Also, they're all about punk rock and skateboarding, and I'm all about both those things, and I love their coffee. It is amazing. Check it out. Get the discount. 15% off stories, purgatoryroasters.com. Yeah, it's pretty weird. But that was, dude, that was so fun. And the rest of that tour was, was, was great, man. Like, it was, we were, we went through a lot at pretty young age on that tour and in the time before that, all of us individually and collectively. But we came through it, like, really, like, with, like, some good bonds, man. And I think that's a testament to just everybody involved in the early stages of all that, you know? Yeah, it was a, a super exciting time, you know. Mm -hmm. Everybody's uh, shit was blowing up. Yes, everybody and, was uh, doing well. Everybody was doing well. Everybody was doing well. Mm -hmm. It's like the, uh, kind of the peak of the like emo explosion in the mid two thousands, you know. So everybody uh, was doing really, really well, and it was exciting. And uh, I think for quite a while there, we felt pretty uh, invincible and uh, like we we're on top of the world. And then, yeah, we had a few little both personal and just general things that everybody had to deal with that uh, kind of made us all realize that it's, uh, you know, a fleeting thing. I remember like specifically like my way of dealing with those things was like to, to quit all the time <laughs> <laughs> and I would never want to quit, but like I would, cause like, you know, I even, I mean, I've been going to therapy. So like, I've kind of like just opened my mind to some things and like, not not anything weird. I'm not asking you to join a cult, but like just like, you know, just different ideas, you know. <laughs> but it's kind of one of those things to where um I, I doing that, I talked to him about that. And doing that was like just like he's like, that's just what you do. That's what you did in all like in a lot of things in your life. Like, you know, there were some because I'm you know, you tell a therapist a lot and He's like, yeah, you know, like these things in relationships, like you were wrong and, and these things you weren't wrong, like you were right in this situation. So it's like, you know, with that kind of conflict, like dealing with it. But with this kind of thing, like I was like, yeah, I used to quit all the time, like, you know, but I never really meant it. And he's like, well, yeah, you do that. You do that in relationships, but like you actually like you know, it's, it's a different, I don't know. It's a, just a different way of working it. It's weird. It's like, just like, you know, but quitting all the time was my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember one happening on that, uh, never sleep again to yeah, the first tour, on. the second tour. Was I quit. It, yeah. Was it, was it, uh, Hawthorne's new merch guy? Was that Jordan? Mm-hmm. It was Jordan. So I remember like maybe one of the first shows, 
It was in Cincinnati at Bogarts. Was it Bogarts? I was thinking like Detroit area or something. No, it was Bogarts because we were in Cincinnati. It was bo- definitely Bogarts. I don't know I if, he, if he actually did or if he just convinced you that he like. No, I think he did on your pillow. He did. Yeah, but he yeah. didn't like. He didn't leave it in the bunk to like make me lay in his piss. But he still did it and told me about it. And I mean, I hope that dude's doing well now. I don't really keep in touch with him. But like, I was fucking infuriated. Rightfully so. Yeah. Not a nice thing to do. No. But he didn't work for us, and you quit us <laughs> because of that. <laughs> Well, I was just like, like no, I was pro- this, I'm going home. I was projecting it because it was like, obviously like that was like, you know, it, to me it was like, I was just being a, a baby obviously, but I was also pissed, but I should have just been like, I should have handled it differently, but also 23 years old, lots of stuff had happened at that point. So my emotions and everybody's emotions on that fucking tour were all over the place, man. We were like, just, we were wrecks, I think, and not in a... Not in an outward way, but like maybe inside, and we internalized a lot. I think. Yeah. You know. A lot to deal with. Yeah, that was that was a lot to deal with at that point in time. I didn't really realize it then, but looking back now, I'm like, whoa, fuck. Not that I feel bad for any of us. Like I don't. I'm not like sitting here like being like, oh, let's feel sorry for ourselves. Like, but it's just like, whoa, like we got through some shit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, it's a good thing. I'm pretty proud of all of us. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, we made it. But yeah, I quit and then you elbow dropped my bag. Oh yeah, I was, I was <laughs> You were I was like, no. <laughs> you wrestled with my bag. You literally instead of getting a fight with anybody else, you got into a fist fight with my luggage. <laughs> well, you were standing on the curb with your suitcase like you were actually gonna leave, and I was not gonna let that happen. <laughs> I know. And you just beat, uh, yeah. I mean, it was great. It, that was that. You see, you did a good thing that night. You channeled your energy into making me laugh and beating up my suitcase. And then I was like, "All right, fine. I guess I yeah, I can't leave this idiot. Jesus, <laughs> I need you, buddy." Yeah, I'm glad you did. I mean, because I would have never left. Like, there's there's plenty of tours that I've definitely been like, I want to fucking go home. Like, actually, but I have to will myself into staying. Like, but not with you guys. It was always. Uh, always a good time <laughs> but then we took a couple years off remember that we didn't tour together for like from 2007 to 2000 nah, eight, eight, 2008 so it like it all i know gets but, blurry for me uh at this point no this Bill, is what i Bill got is truly the guy with the no the i know this memory. i got this so i quit in 2007 to go on tour with the almost and under oath mm-hmm. and then i started doing oh i started doing the starting line after that did that was with them until they they did their little hiatus or broke up or whatever and then i think i linked back up with you guys on that was it the chiotos co-headlining tour with uh escape the fate and Fuck. That was the tour, yeah. Who? But that was was that my first tour back? That I think that was. I, I can't remember. Like, um, did you have to finish a tour or something to come out to that? Because like, Mm-mm. no, that was in 2010. That was the tour. That was the tour where you were driving. Yes. <laughs> so, Mr. Bandwagon Driver. Yeah. So you know what? Actually, let's put a pin in this one. 2008. We'll talk about. We'll talk about 2008 in our next episode. So, Bing, because we have a nice 2008 to 2009 is a ride for all of us. I know. <laughs> so anyway, let's go back. This is 2010. So I had. I we I was recovering from 2009. <laughs> uh, you guys were off. You guys were chilling for a few months of the year, the first few months. And I had gotten fortunate enough to get a job with Manchester Orchestra, one of the other big four, right. one of the other the other part of the big four. And um, that obviously ended up like being an amazing like serendipitous thing where like it happened on such a crazy day on a day of a fucking snowstorm look at that yeah wow there you go a snowstorm it happened um where a show like wasn't supposed to happen the show was like in question of happening and i was working it and then i ended up meeting a manager who knew manchester and like you know da 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 that's on the kevin divine episode if you want to hear about that (laughs) um but so 
I started working with them and they were kind of blown up and that was like a great fucking tour. I met like lifelong friends on that tour. But that was the tour I did where I had to ask Paul and you guys like, yo, look, I can do this day to remember tour, but I have to, I have to miss the first like week because I'm going to, I'm out with Manchester orchestra and like, this is like, you know, it's a good opportunity and everybody was cool with it. Like, so Paul Mark did merch actually remember that. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you drove. So what the fuck? What prompted that? You drove the bandwagon. If you're listening and you've seen those weird box truck things on tour, they're bandwagons. They're, they have a shower. They're fucking great, but top bunks, not so great, but (laughs) that's all I'll say bad about it. I'm sorry. They're they're fine when they're parked. They are fucking, well, yeah, you, you got lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is maybe partially why my memory is so foggy. Uh-huh. That time in my life was like tumultuous to say the least. Uh, and that experience really? of driving the, the wagon as well as playing uh, the show every night was just like, it was a bit much. And we did that tour and then we did another tour right after. So I did two full US tours in a row, driving and playing. And uh, oh, it broke shit. me, man. It broke my brain. In a bad way or in a good way? Totally. In a good way? Uh, well, no. No. <laughs> well, like, I don't remember the old me very well, but the, the other guys say, like, that I'm a different guy ever since. So. Really? Yeah. You know what's crazy, bro? In a, they probably mean it in a good way, because I don't think they would tell you that. I don't think anybody would tell you that if it was a negative thing. Well, I mean, they say it broke your brain different guy now so it doesn't sound super positive that is positive Um, man that's a that's a it's not like i mean i don't think i don't i don't really see a difference though actually maybe it maybe that's it's i really don't like you're still goofy ass fucking job like (laughs) it's yeah i'm trying hard but yeah so uh i i had maybe a year or so prior to that tour bought an rv Mm -hmm. uh to go traveling in with Mm -hmm. my uh girlfriend at the time and my dog uh, and so I had, uh, experience driving a, a big old buggy like that. Yeah. Oh, that's um, true. And that was actually one of the first bandwagons. Yes. One of the very no, first Shane ever. said it was the first, like you guys are the very first well, band could have been. Do, or you were the, you guys were the first band to do it. Yeah. Uh, so they, they came to the table with the idea like, Hey, we can save some money, uh, not get a bus, mm-hmm. but be more comfortable than taking the van we just have to find a driver. And I was like, I could probably do it. Like I, I'd been driving this 35 foot RV around this bandwagon. Things only a little bit bigger. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I was doing a lot of the driving in the van anyway. So I was pretty comfortable with long overnight drives. Uh, but Oh oh, oh, man, it's, it's a crazy thing to drive all night and then like take a nap until it's time to sound check or play the show, you know? It's a a lot. I mean, that's a testament to our friendship is we still, me and you still managed to have such a great time because yeah. So tell me, tell me about some of our fun drives on that tour. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Well, often you would come hang out up front with me Mm -hmm. until you got too tired. Uh, But then I started sleeping in your bunk. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to sleep. You'd have, Sorry, what, what well, I, was I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna sleep here. Is that cool? You're like, yeah, sure. That this is pre-COVID, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but it was often, easier. often like, what I would have what you'd have a few drinks in you, you know. I'd be drinking uh, up there sometimes. <laughs> no, don't yeah. don't tell anybody. Sorry, don't tell anybody. But I, but yeah, I think, Josh never drank. I was having drinks up no. there, which, whatever. I was I was very serious about being a, a good driver. Obviously, uh, but yeah, yeah there, there's no. Uh, in those bandwagons, there's no pass through between the, the driver's cab and the, uh, back like living area for the band. So like, there is, if you want to go back, there's forth, a window, gotta, there's a, there's window. a little window. Cause remember we got pulled over one night when I was drinking a beer. We yeah. Didn't get, we didn't so get pulled like, over. For oh drinking shit. A beer. Knock on the window. Yeah. We, we didn't get pulled over for drinking a beer. I forgot. What, oh, they wanted to know if we had like flowers in the fucking trailer and you were like, no, it's band gear. We can open it. And they were like, did they ask, make you open it? Oh, they did. Right. 
I think they did. Uh, it, that was like Florida, one of the like uh, agricultural. Chapters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it was like yeah. totally fine. They didn't even see the beer because we knocked on the window and like it slid it through to go back yeah. there. Take, like, it, take my drink. Yep. Hold my drink. Oh, give it back to me. Cool. We're done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had so many good times up there, man. That was that was fun. I love that. Yeah. I remember more than once, maybe even uh, you would like have buddies come. Oh yeah. um, well, one buddy, like, one buddy. People would want to. People would want to oh, ride along, right. dude. It was always like Quinn or it was Quinn or Katie was always there. It was always one of them. Yeah. We, had, we had to rotate them because they wanted to ride with us. <laughs> I, I remember at least one time that they were both there, and uh, oh, God. it might have been. I think we were driving down into California, and <gasps> then, uh, we were going to spend the day off at like Huntington Beach, like parked on the beach there, dude. And so, uh, like. All three of you drunken fools, just like <laughs> ah, going crazy, uh, and I'm just like driving, like yeah, oh, my buddies are man. hanging, and then you all passed out, like sitting up, like <laughs> in my bunk. And then uh, the sun came up, and I pulled into Huntington Beach parking lot there, and I like woke you guys up, and I was like, hey, we're at the beach. Hey, do you guys like pilsners? Do you like IPAs? Do you like stouts? Do you like beer in general? If yes, then we have the place for you. Be sure to visit DecadentAles.com to browse their current selection available for pickup and shipping. And make sure to use the code STORIES for 10% off your order. That's S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S for 10% off your order. They currently ship to 10 states plus Washington, D.C. Or you can visit their tap room located in Mamaroneck, New York, a short 30-minute train ride from New York City. Once again, that code is STORIES, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S, and follow Deccan and Ailes on Instagram. Okay, so let's talk about the time we got arrested in Winnipeg. <laughs> mom, well, mom, mom, I'm just kidding. We didn't get arrested, mom. My mom texted me about the podcast, or she Instagram messaged me. We didn't get arrested, mom. I'll, you, you just listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was our total, it was our McLovin moment. It was our McLovin <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, yeah. so you, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you tell this one. So you go. I'll, I'll just, I'll start it off, and you help me fill it in. But like, I got you. We we broke down uh, in Winnipeg. We got stuck there for a few days mm-hmm. uh, trying to get our trailer repaired. Yeah, uh, and like it, it dragged on. Like it, it very unSilverstein. Like we were there for many days mm-hmm. just trying to get like. I don't know, it was new tires or the axle fixed or something, but like something relatively simple that should have been a day dragged out to maybe three or four days mm-hmm. that we were stuck there. Yeah. And uh, so like we were hanging out, we were going to the movies a lot, going to the mall for Panera bread uh, and <laughs> <Yep>. just, like, <laughs> just bumming around town, like trying to figure out what we were doing with our lives. Cause it felt really silly to just be stuck in one place for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I guess we we're hanging out at the hotel one night, fairly late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you realized, uh oh, I'm all out of smokes. I gotta get some smokes. <laughs> and I don't think we had maps on our phones at no. this point. I think this was like old this school was, phones. This was 09. This was like right before. So we we had to. I had to call a Seven Eleven and be like, yo. Okay, cool. I have this on now. I have to write down the fuck. I think I had to write it down. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I had a BlackBerry, so I didn't really <laughs> use the web browser that much. But yeah, I was. I was like, all right. Like, there's a Seven Eleven that's open twenty four hours. Like, it's a little far, but. And we walked the wrong. We went completely the fucking wrong way. Totally, like just a bunch of idiots. You know, <laughs> I was down to hang. Let's go for let's yes. go for a stroll, bud. Mm-hmm. I'll come walk with you to get some smokes. Of course. And uh, yeah, somehow end up going the wrong way down the street, <laughs> and we're get, we're getting pretty deep into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's just like uh, big parking lots at this point. Yeah. We we're just like kind of like what the fuck? Like this is just we were in we were in an area if you know this where there's like arenas or like a sports arena or something like that. That's kind of where the area we were walking to. And I was like 
this is just parking lots. And then like there's a giant build. Yeah. And then, okay, Josh, take it over. We're just strolling down the sidewalk, man. A couple of guys, upstanding gentlemen in Winnipeg, looking for some smokes. Where's the 7-Eleven? Where is it? Oh. Woo, 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 woo. Yes. Oh, shit. A cop car. Like. And we we was up right away on the sidewalk. Yeah, but right away we were like, yeah, we were like, okay, like, hands up, like, what's up? And to their credit, they were not dicks at all. No, no. they were quite kind. They, they were, were like, where? You? It could have gone either way. At first, you know, the interaction started off. How did it start? Like, I, I don't remember. It was just like, where are you boys headed? Like oh. that type of thing, where it's like, oh, here we go. Like this is gonna turn into the whole thing yeah but see the thing is now i look at this now i look at this with police officers like the rational ones and i know there's hey i'll fucking say it there's not a lot of you out there motherfucker but or at least if you are fucking show it um but the rational ones you can kind of control the narrative so it's like with them being like Oh, like they asked it in like not the nicest way it was aggressive but i think the way we handled it was what set it off to be what it became because <laughs> we were honest and we were like yeah so we're like oh it. we're just walking trying to get to the 7-eleven to buy some smokes mm-hmm. and the guy's like no 7-eleven that way we're like oh shit well we must have gone the wrong way <laughs> we we called and everything and they said it's on this street but yeah. it's i guess shit we walked the wrong direction we knew it was far yeah we just didn't know how far and like he's yeah. like yeah well it ain't this way you're gonna you're going the wrong way. Yeah. We've and, been looking out for some like hoodlums because there was a Slayer <laughs> show in town tonight. And we've had reports of people running amok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah, I guess we look kind of like. Yeah, we, we do look. Have, wait, yeah, the Slayer look show. I don't know. Yeah, we, we do look like we run amok, but we do not. And, <laughs> and we like kind of laughed about it and we were like, and then this is what we said, though. We were like, no, we did a festival the other day with Billy Talent and I think Rancid played it. It was a bunch of fucking huge, great bands. <clears throat> and they were like, oh, okay, like, what are you doing here? And we were just, that's the thing, we were just honest with them. We were like, oh, we're, our van broke down and we're just like stuck here and we have like, we're missing show. We just told them everything what was happening. We ate a lot of Panera Bread. Yeah. We saw like four we saw movies. So many movies. It's really tough. We need ah. to talk to somebody about it. And they were like, all right, well, here, well, like, how do they, they were just like, we'll give you a ride to 7-Eleven. Pretty much. Yeah. They're like, hop in the back. And we're like, is this some sort of trick? Yeah. We were <laughs> like, wait a second. Are you sure? And they were like, no. We were like, we like went up to it. We were like, you can come us if you want. And they were just like, no, come on. Just get the, they opened just- the door for us. <laughs> and like, I remember specifically, I had weed in my pocket. And I didn't realize it until we got into 7-Eleven when I was paying and I was pulling out my Looties and Tooties. And I was like, oh boy. I was like, and this is when weed was a bigger deal, uh, which it should have never been, but whatever. But yeah, I remember like we stopped at a red light and we we pulled up. There was a car of uh, women next to us and they pulled up and they were just like, shame on you. And we like held our we like they, they were like hold your hands up boys the cops told us <laughs> and we were just like oh look like <laughs> I, I believe the cop also rolled down the rear window and was trying to like get us to have yeah. conversations yeah with these other passengers and then i think they were the women were like no like we're not talking what to are you, you yeah you're, you're in a cop car like what are you doing <laughs> you're a bunch of criminals <laughs> and then we pulled up to the 7-eleven this was the best part of this whole thing <laughs> we pull up to the 7-eleven and the cops let us out, and we're like, "Yo, peace out, like later with something like cool, have a good one." And we walk into the because 7-Eleven. you can't let you can't let yourself out of the back of a cop no, car, right? No, they had to get no. out and open the yeah, doors for us. So. Yeah, of course. And they and they, they they were nice, say goodbye, and then we walk, and then we walk into the Seven Eleven. Everybody's just like staring at us, quiet, and they're just like. like who are these criminals that they just dropped off and just gave high fives? Like, what? Who are these people? Look at them; they look dangerous. <laughs> Dude, that was so fucking funny, and that's another story that like people probably wouldn't believe. Like people, I I feel like people don't believe that, and now maybe they will. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice time. Yo, you know what? You know what's something that Alex Alex Levine from Gaslight doesn't believe, and 
I'm going to talk about this right now because I know you know what the fuck I'm talking about. He said bullshit. I, I told the story a couple times and he was like, bullshit, bullshit. And Alex from Alex Levine, forgivers, I'm calling you out. What up? But I won't say what celebrity this was because I don't want to incriminate anybody. But do you remember Orlando House of Blues? <sighs> I would say like 06, 07. It was when, uh, you know, remember that loadout? Like, I don't know if you, yeah, you helped load in at that time. Kevin was with us. But you know that loadout where it's far. And I think you know exactly what I'm about to talk about. Oh, buddy, you know. So there was, okay. No, it's okay. Whatever. Whatever. He fixed it. All right. Fuck it. Like, he was wrong. I don't give a shit. So a certain uh, celebrity who's uh yeah certain celebrity we will not name was at the show but like a dingus his assistant or whoever he i think he was his assistant or like whatever he he was his homie whatever they worked together parked their car like right behind the trailer and like full on like there was a cone in the parking spot yes yes to say, don't park here because exactly. this trailer door has to come down so this band can load. Like. Yes, they moved their, they moved the cone and parked in the spot. And as a band on tour, if you're listening to this as a crew member or a band member, you know how fucking annoying that is. That's like the, that's a day like fuck up. Like it's like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking, I'm, I'm mad just talking about it anyway. <laughs> so they park there. And it's time for Silverstein to load out because you guys were, you guys were not headlining. That might have been the. I won't say the tour, but I'll text you the tour. But I know what tour it was. Actually, I have it. I know exactly what tour it was. But anyway, you guys. Yeah, so you guys were finished loading out, and it's a long load anyway. It's like a long thing from the loading dock all the way to the parking lot. So it's already annoying. It's to one push hell it of a yes, push. There. It's insane. So it's already annoying to push it all that way. So. Kevin, obviously, I love you. You're a spark plug. You're one of my favorite people. But Kevin is getting fucking pissed. And so are the loaders. So, were you there for this? Because I was still selling merch. Like, did you see this happening? Like, or you heard, I heard about it. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard about it. I don't know if I've just heard about it so many times that it feels like I was there or if I was there and I just had to walk away. Because, like... This isn't me doing this, but this is happening. I'm associated, but I like don't want anything to do with this. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, uh, so fucking uh, what happened, what ends up happening is we pull the fuck. Well, not we. I wasn't there. I'm not incriminating myself. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll, I'll take the fall with you guys. I don't fucking care. Fuck it. We had to take, because you had to do what you got to do sometimes, and, you know, that's the Silverstein way, but it's also, like, one selfish act by somebody being a dick and not, and just not being a dick, maybe, just, just not being mindful, like, that creates a reaction that will affect him, and this is a situation where it happened, because we dropped that fucking trailer door on the fucking hood of that fucking car and loaded out business as usual just lift and had to lift it up. You guys had to like lift it up from the, or if you weren't there, I don't know, but you had to lift it up from the ground to the fucking thing. Yeah. And like, Hey, you know what? There was no static afterwards. There was no mention afterwards of it either. There was nothing like there was no repercussions. (laughs) If I remember correctly, they did like come back out to the car and like the car was damaged. Uh huh. Uh, and like they were very understanding (laughs) <laughs> like they were oh, like oh wow oh wait yeah that's right they were like actually like oh yeah all right we'll just get it f- i do yeah, remember like, this our bad like shouldn't have done that definitely should have known better like sucks that my car is all messed up but i'm an idiot so that's you know what that's a gotta roll right. with it. i'm not i'm still not gonna say their name but that was a fucking really cool thing of them to do that because they it's at the end of the day it's like all right that's reality reality just happened it's not like, fuck you, my car. It's like, yeah, I shouldn't have parked there. Shit, what was I thinking? Like, I was just in a rush. Yeah. Like, So, yeah, all right, to their credit. Good good job. We, That's how I remember it yeah, anyway. I, no, you know what? No, I remember, like, I remember Kevin told me that, too. 
Kevin told me a similar, a, like identical story to that. So it was <laughs> fucking good. Oh, but, mercy. I mean, dude, oh my God. Weasel. Remember that? That how did that happen? Oh, Weasel. Weasel. I don't know. A lot of Polly Shore movies. Yeah, I think we just I think we watched Encino Man one night and that was it. And it was just like, oh, that's that's our thing now. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the 2009 portion of our uh touring. <laughs> okay so oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna start to wrap it up i know we're not gonna wrap up for a, a few minutes but uh we'll get into this part uh so i sent you those questions uh so let's let's do it festival or headline show like what would i prefer yeah your your, your preference i that's such a hard one you know because like headline show feels good because you're like you're the top dog. Everybody's like <laughs> catering to you. They're, they're taking care of you. They're looking to you for like, how do you guys want it to be? Mm -hmm. What can we do for you? Yep. That's always really, really, really nice. Uh, festival. That's not the case unless you are headlining the festival, mm -hmm. but most of the time you're not. And you are just like peasants. Like, what do you need? Get out of my face uh -huh. type of thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, feels less good. However, festivals, so many pals, you know, you're, you're hanging out. Even if you don't know a whole lot of bands on the festival, you usually end up making some buds, you know, you, mm -hmm. you're meeting new people and uh, creating some new memories. And maybe I'm going to have to say festival, you know, cause, uh, I, I, it's, uh, it's always a crazy experience. There was a festival that we did recently this summer before last when we could still do festivals. Uh -huh. um, I, it was a big metal festival, I believe in Belgium, Ooh. Germany. Okay. Don't, don't remember exactly where, That's all right. uh, but our uh, guitar tech, big metal head decided that we had to go watch uh, wolves in the throne room. Oh, that's uh, yeah, great metal band. Yes, so so sick. Uh, like I'm a big fan. I was like, yeah, we definitely got to yeah, go watch do. them. And mm -hmm. I like we've all been drinking a bit. This guy, the guitar tech, doesn't drink that often. Uh, but when he does, he really like comes out of his cage. He's oh, no. he's a nut. Uh, so we're watching from like the crowd, and he's like, guys, we have these like festival passes. We can watch from stage. And so he's like leading the charge. He's like, come on, <laughs> we're going. We're gonna. <laughs> so he leads us up through, and like all the security is like, oh no 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 no, you could no cannot go. And we're like, no passes, motherfuckers. <laughs> so they're like, okay, I don't know. Okay, so bye. So we get up on stage, <laughs> and this band is like. So super atmospheric and super like mysterious. Yeah. Uh, we end up like, we're watching from like kind of the side stage. Uh, like that's fine. But this dude is like, no, not good enough. We got to go. We're going like, I see this spot over here. We're like, we'll have a way better view. He leads us out and it's like, it's practically on the stage and the whole stage is done up like uh, like a crazy, like cathedral. It looks like you're inside a cathedral and we're like standing like under this stained glass window, like between these pillars, like the lights are on us. Everybody can see us. And we're just <laughs> standing there like, like, I don't think we should be here. Uh, but it was an awesome place to watch the show. But the, yeah, the, the band kept like looking over and being like, what the oh, fuck where, are, who are these guys and at one point the singer like ended up like lighting some sage and coming over to our side of the stage and like saging our corner of the stage like trying to like rid it of our presence <laughs> uh, and i was just like i'm loving this but i gotta go like i feel so out of place i feel like i should not be here Hey everybody, Danny here. If you have a minute, be sure to check out stories.net to learn about how we are supporting members of the touring community with your help. That's stories.net. S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net. Yeah, oh my God, we got to talk about this. You got me into <laughs> Gaslight. You are the reason I got into Gaslight. Tell me this. Go. Were you on Warp Tour with us that summer that the that Distro was on the tour? 
there was this like small distro from Jersey that like had, they would set up a table every day. They were on the whole tour. It set up a table with just like records. They set up with Hooligan, right? The skateboard company. I think so. Yeah. 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 That was it. That, that was right. it. Yes. So they just sold CDs. They had like big uh, Tupperware bins full of CDs. Yes. And mm -hmm. uh, they also uh, side hustle sold all the bands on the tour. Uh, some uh, nice medicinal herbs. Um, so that's how I got to know those guys. Yes. And they, uh, one day the guy like dropped me a CD. He's like, yo, I think you should check this out. I think you really dig it. It's this band that like we're, we're putting out their record. I don't know. I think I could see them doing big things. And it was the sink or swim record. Oh, uh, man. and I was like, I love this. I absolutely love this. You listened to it. You loved it uh, right away. Right. I, yeah. I think we like, we had to do a long drive somewhere, like right after I was after bamboozle. Uh, given it after bamboozle. After bamboozle. Yes, and we drove right back up from Jersey to uh, to Toronto, and uh, I I listened to the record the whole way, nonstop. Yes, yes, you was doing like I love repeat. this. Yes, and then you told me about it, and then we listened to it every night on that European tour we did. My last, my last tour with you guys, we yeah. listened to it every single night, and it was just like every single night we listened to that fucking record. And fuck, I mean, yeah, look at look at look at this, look at it now. Fuck, that's crazy. Turned bro. out all right. I think it turned out <laughs> all right, man. Like you know, I'm Uncle Donuts to some of those kids. You know, it's fucking <laughs> pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like that. I like I like that yeah, full that full circle thing. And it was started by you, man. That's so fucking cool. I keep. I was forget I mean, about I can't that. take credit. I just like the record. Yeah, they, they made but, a killer, cool first record. Yeah, I mean, I dug it. Yeah, it's that was yeah. I gotta listen to that again. I haven't I haven't listened to that in a minute. I gotta fucking go back, go Some back. Some tunes check on that, that one, man. Yeah, what were we talking about before we got into this 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 thing? Damn it, we we're we we're festival headliners. Oh and, right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go with like you know there, there's pros and cons to both, but festivals are so much fun mm -hmm. to catch up with old friends, make new yeah. friends, and just have wild experiences watching uh, bands that you have no relationship with uh, from stage. Uh, and feeling weird about it. <laughs> you know what? You know, I think about festivals, it's a lot of like ego, ego shrinking. It's a thing because like at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, who cares if you played at 12 o'clock and only like 50 people were there. You got to hang with some of your best friends that you saw. Fuck it. Who cares? Like it's, it's an ego check for sure, dude. Like that's at least my opinion on it. I mean, I'm not in a band, so I don't know. Yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to play early. They yeah. still give you a, a, a lot of beer. Yes, the they and then do. You, and then you get to have a whole bunch of beers and you go watch a bunch of your favorite bands play. Yeah, man, you're right. I think fest fuck. I, ah, festivals are good, you know, just depending on how you think of them. Like, cause if you think about all that stuff, like dude, how many festivals have Andre has Andre come to? Oh, you don't know Andre. Damn it. Shit. I meant, oh my God, no, I met Marcus. Uh, Marcus oh, yeah. is like my other German. German Andre. Marcus? Yeah. Mer Marcus Kuhn. Marcus is my uh, first German love. Andre is my uh, side hustle. My side <laughs> piece. But yeah, Marcus, like even those times, like when he came out, like that was so much fun, man. Like, yeah, yeah. festivals are dope. I like that. I, I back festivals. Festivals are good. Uh, okay, then yeah. what's next? We got bus or van. So you have an interesting perspective on this, I'm sure. I, I mean, I, I love being on a bus. Uh, it, it, there's something intimate and special about the van, the way that you interact with each other more. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, that can get old really fast at the same yes, time. Yes, it can. Um, I, I have romantic memories of the, the early days, like, you know, sleeping in the van or trying to find a, a floor to crash on yep. and just all the antics you would get into and like just the, the way that, that van was your home away from home. And like, you felt safe as long as you were near it and you could go off and have all these crazy adventures and stumble back to this little, little buggy that would take yeah. you away to the next show. Dude, that's, that's a good point. And I remember the days of like sleeping, like six, seven people in a fucking hotel room. Like that would, mm -hmm. I would, I think about touring now and like, there's times where like there's, there were some tours that I would get my own room on depending on the tour and like, you know how it was like, I would get my own room and that would be budgeted. But then, you know, like I said, with the big four, there's it's you're, you're sharing rooms and that's fine. <laughs> but I don't know if I could ever go back to like, I don't think that could ever be a thing like to where I'm like, I would lose my mind. I'd be, Cause actually 
to be fair, I always slept in the van when the room was packed, like with five dudes. I was like, I'm going to just sleep in the van tonight. I'm not going to leave it on. I'm just going to sleep in here. It's like nice enough out, cool, whatever. So yeah. I didn't mind doing that. So I would sacrifice to have my own space. And then in the morning, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to go take a shower. Peace. <laughs> I feel like every like seven years or so, we, uh, we end up doing a van thing for a short run and like get the wild idea in our heads. Like, oh, we should totally like try and crash with some kid tonight. Like say like, can we sleep on your floor? And uh, just like, it'll be good for the story. And uh, you know, it's, have you done that coming up on our, the, the last time was a while ago. Oh um, dude, you gotta do that. Cause <laughs> you'll get like, yo, you never know. You could get somebody with like a dope apartment. That's like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, you could stay at my place. I don't even, I don't even, I have a house. You could stay at this apartment that I do, whatever. Might work out. Okay. Yeah. That would be nice. But yeah, the comfort of the, the actual bus, there, there's nothing like that, you know, like having the your hangs, own man. little bunk. The hangs on Ugh. the bus too. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. We've had so many hangs. Like I, I think there's a video somewhere. I got to find it. It's, it's not in the class. I think it might be on a Blackberry. Oh God. I don't even know what my Blackberries are, but I have some good videos on them, but it's a video of you. Like, I think you're dancing to like, is it Sex on Fire or the other? No, the other Kings. I don't know the name. It's the other, <laughs> the other Kings of Leon hit. But you're dancing and you're eating like chips, <laughs> and you're like doing this like Sounds right. you're doing this like sexy dance and like singing. It's dude. Oh man, I I gotta find <laughs> this video. That's that's from the 2009 tour. We're not gonna talk about that. We have uh, 2009 gets its own section because that was quite the year, my friend. That was. Mm -hmm. That was a good year. We have some great stories from that. All right. So last, wait, what was the last one? I asked you by outer catering, right? We did Buster Van. Buster Van. Oh, and we did Festival and Headline Show. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, by outer catering. Unpopular opinion. I'm going to go catering. No, that's the thing, man. It's like so many people have chosen catering and like catering is like, it's, it depends on what you're, what mood you're in, you know, that's, that's kind of how I relate to buyout and catering. It's like bus and van. It can't be a mood. It has to be like, okay, I prefer this, but I will do this. And like <laughs> festival is like a little different. Like that's obviously like what we talked about, but with catering and buyout, that's more of like an everyday thing to where it's like, how do I feel today? Uh, Oh dude, no, there's a dope vegan spot. Give me the buyout. I'm just going to order it. Like, you know, whatever. Or it's like, wait, we're at the Fox Theater in fucking Oakland. I'm going to just chill here and have some catering. Like, I had a day off, the, you know, whatever. Like, there's certain spots where I'll enjoy the catering. And there's certain spots where I'm like, no, please, can I have a buyout instead? <laughs> Even if catering is yeah. the only option. <laughs> Sometimes catering can be really, really, really good. Yes. And I, I respect that so much when, like, a, a venue goes out of their way to really make a nice meal for you guys, make you feel at home for the day and feel cared about. Like it, it feels more like a, a home cooked meal than uh, going it to a does. restaurant. And I dig that. Definitely. There's places that skimp on it. Don't do a very good job of the catering. Uh, but you know, I've even had some enjoyable experiences with those and like, yeah, I, I, sometimes I just don't like going too far from the venue or at least having to go too far. Uh, and I'm also very indecisive. Oh, I don't you know what are, I want to eat today. You are indecisive. So, yeah, you're very just, much just like, tell just me tell what I'm me. eating. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. what? We got spaghetti again. Great. Dude, I'm so ha I'm so happy we got this. We've been trying to get this for a while. Like this is an episode I've been chasing. Like you were one of the first dudes I hit up about this. You and Shane and like all the boys, man. And like fucking thank you for hopping on, man. It's great. Like this is so much fun. Absolute pleasure, my friend. I, I love you so much. Love it's great you. to catch up and Tell some stories. Oh boy, we have some good. We have, we have a lot more too. <laughs> but yo, I love you, man. Thank you so much for doing this, man. This is so much fun. Great to be here, brother. Hell yeah, bro. Talk to you soon. Stories and All Access Podcast is hosted by me, Danny Del Donuts. It is produced by Kenneth Fletcher. Our theme music is Storms by Personnel. Learn more about what we are doing for the touring community at stories.net. That's stories.net, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net.